Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 2 Samuel chapter 23 from the World English Bible. Now these are the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, says, The man who was raised on high says, The anointed of God of Jacob, the sweet psalmist of Israel. Yahweh's spirit spoke by me. His word was on my tongue. The God of Israel said, The rock of Israel spoke to me. One who rules over men righteously, who rules in the fear of God, shall be as the light of the morning when the sun rises, a morning without clouds, when the tender grass springs out of the earth through clear shining after rain. Is it my house so with God? Yet he has made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and sure, for it is all my salvation and all my desire, although he doesn't make it grow. But all the ungodly will be as thorns to be thrust away, because they can't be taken with the hand. But the man who touches them must be armed with iron and the staff of a spear. They will be utterly burned with fire in their place. These are the names of the mighty men whom David had. Josheb, Bahasabeth, a Tachamanite, chief of the captains. He was called Adino the Esnite who killed 800 at one time. After him was Eleazar, the son of Dodei, the son of an Ahohite, one of the three mighty men with David, when they defied the Philistines who were there gathered together to battle, and the men of Israel had gone away. He arose and struck the Philistines until his hand was weary and his hand froze to the sword, And Yahweh worked a great victory that day, and the people returned after him only to take plunder. After him was Shammah, the son of Aji, a Herorite. The Philistines had gathered together into a troop where there was a plot of ground full of lentils, and the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the middle of the plot and defended it and killed the Philistines, and Yahweh worked a great victory. Three of the thirty chief men went down and came to David in the harvest time to the cave of Adullam, and the troop of the Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephaim. David was then in the stronghold, and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. David longed and said, Oh, that someone would give me water to drink from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. The three mighty men broke through the army of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. But he would not drink of it, but poured it out to Yahweh. He said, Be it far from me, Yahweh, that I should do this. Isn't this the blood of the men who risked their lives to go? Therefore he would not drink it. The three mighty men did these things. Abishai, the brother of Joab, the son of Zariah, was chief of the three. He lifted up his spear against three hundred and killed them, and had a name among the three. Wasn't he most honorable of the three? Therefore he was made their captain, 
However, he wasn't included as one of the three. Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, the son of a valiant man of Kabzael, who had done mighty deeds, killed the two sons of Ariel of Moab. He also went down and killed a lion in the middle of a pit in a time of snow. He killed a huge Egyptian, and the Egyptian had a spear in his hand, but he went down to him with a staff and plucked the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, did these things and had a name among the three mighty men. He was more honorable than the thirty, but he didn't attain to the three. David set him over his guard. Asahel, the brother of Joab, was one of the thirty. Elhanan, the son of Dodo of Bethlehem. Shammah, the Herodite. Elika, the Herodite. Helaz, the Paltite. Ira, the son of Ikesh, the Tekoite. Abiezer, the Anathathite. Mebunei, the Hushathite. Zalman, the Ahohite. Maharei, the Netophathite. Helab, the son of Baana, the Nephathatite, Itai, the son of Ribai of Gibeah, of the children of Benjamin, Benaniah a Pirathanite, Hidai of the brooks of Gaash, Abialban the Arbathite, Asmaveth the Barhumite, Elihaba the Shaalbanite, the sons of Jashan, Jonathan, Shama the Herorite, Ahiam the son of Sherar the Ararite, Eliphalet the son of Ahasbei, the son of the Maacathite, Eliam the son of Ahithophel the Gilanite, Hezro the Carmelite, Pearei the Arbite, Egal the son of Nathan of Zobah, Bani the Gadite, Zelek the Ammonite, Naharei the Barathite, armor bearers to Joab the son of Zariah, Ira the Ithrite, Garab the Ithrite, and Uriah the Hittite, 37 in all. That is the end of chapter 23. David opens this chapter by recognizing that he was given his position by God and that he was also the author of many psalms. And then he outright claims God's Spirit spoke to him about how a ruler of men should rule and what the result would be. Now, verse 5 is oddly translated, and I looked it up in several other versions as well as listened to and read a, a number of comments on it. And the gist of it is that we know David didn't consider his reign perfect. He knows he has been forgiven for several grievous sins, and this is made clear by his yet, in which he speaks of God's reliable promise that's given to him yet or in spite of what he has done and which God is able, well able, to order all things to make sure. But David also indicates that he understands that the covenant goes beyond the earthly kingdom, especially his current earthly kingdom, and provides salvation even to him, providing all his soul desires, but not in his time period. It's not coming to fruition yet. So I think that's what it means when it says it's not growing. In typical psalm form, This ends with a warning to the wicked and those who must deal with them. And then we get on to the listing of his mighty men. And we are given specifics as they are honored by having their exploits recorded by the king, but always as a way for Yahweh to work a great victory. And here we see a perfect blend of recognizing the efforts of others while giving God the ultimate praise. 
Included in this accounting is a time when David was apparently poetically wishing for some water, and his mighty men decided to act on it. I must admit that my first reaction to him not drinking the water is being rude because they risked their lives for it, but he did make it an offering to God because it was a representation of their lives, and he would not drink that. One can't help but remember Uriah here and wish that David had maintained that perspective then. In verse 20, Benaniah is mentioned, and he is the same fellow mentioned in 2 Samuel chapter 8, verse 18, and chapter 20, verse 23, as being over the Cherethites and the Pelethites. So when it says here that David set Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, over his guard, it seems to line up that the Cherethites and the Pelethites were his guard. Verse 24 is, of course, mentioning the Asahel, who was the runner that Abner killed. And then all those names that are listed in the 30 were a mouthful. Uh, The two remaining of particular note are Eliam, who is probably the Eliam who was Bathsheba's father, mentioned in 2 Samuel chapter 11, verse 3. And then, of course, Uriah the Hittite listed last, Bathsheba's murdered husband. He's still honored by being included in the list. Rather pointedly, it seems, at the last gives him a place of recognition. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 